Hello, brothers and sisters. I'd like to welcome you to Dreams, Visions, and Revelations Part 1. This will be a series of podcasts. It's something I was asked to potentially do by a brother, and I thought about it and thought it would be something, something nice, something helpful. I have spent some time in the past going through dreams and visions and revelations and compiling those things in a document. And I may also potentially interview brothers and sisters that have had these experiences if they would like to uh, talk about them and further discussion and as I go through them one at a time and and reach out to people. And this has always been a, a passion of mine to go through these things, to consider these things. And like I said, I had uh, taken time in the past to put all these in a document that was shared with the, the general church. I love hearing about these manifestations. And it's possible we might take some of these things for granted, these manifestations that we have in our church. Maybe you grew up with these things and they've always existed. I came from a background where they did not. And it's definitely a blessing to to have these spiritual gifts in my life uh, or to see them in the lives of others, to see them in the church and to see these different manifestations that have been given to us. And it shows us that God does work. He is working in our day. He continues to work and God does not change. And I know uh, every one of you uh, believe that and so we consider, uh, consider these things that are delivered to us even in our day and these things are for us for our blessing for our guidance for wisdom and even for correction we give all the glory to to God to our Father to our Lord Jesus Christ for these things that we receive and we're thankful that he works with us and he shows us things things that that might may be to come in the future uh, shows us ways that we can improve in our life and it says in the scriptures that that when we do receive correction, um, we should be thankful for that because God loves who he corrects. So that's something that that we always need to um, consider and know that God has a a love for us. But there's so many things and so many blessings and uh, benefits to uh, these dreams and visions and revelations and other manifestations that we receive. And at the same time, we also need to be careful Uh, for these things that we have received and we need to use proper discernment and that's probably I think for me the hardest aspect with regards to manifestations uh, because there are stories even in the scriptures about false dreams and false prophets I'm gonna read some of those here in a little bit Uh, but it's important for us to remember that and it's something that that I've had to remember myself Um, to use a proper discernment and to, to rely on my brothers and sisters and their testimonies as these things are, are brought to our attention. But most oftentimes these things are, are personal uh, with regards to one specific person, but oftentimes as well they have application to all of us. And so we take joy in that these testimonies are shared and the lessons that each one of us learn about our past and how we're doing now and things to come in the future these things are all for our benefits and so we all work together as brothers and sisters and rely on on each other and 
But I guess in, in general, all of these uh, dreams, visions, and any revelations I might share, they all come with a disclaimer. They may or may not have been accepted by the general body of the Church of Christ or the ministry. Uh, any ones I share here, uh, I, I guess I'm going to try to avoid anything that, that might be controversial or where there may be a difference of opinion. Um, so with that disclaimer, I will go ahead and continue. Part one, we're just going to go through some, some scriptures here with regards to what scripture tells us about these things. And then in future podcasts to come, we will get into some specific manifestations. And like I said, I may interview people. And I went through the Bible and the Book of Mormon just to kind of tabulate or compile a list of names of people who had had dreams or visions in the scriptures or revelations. And this is probably not an exhaustive list, but, but it's quite long. I'm just going to read some of these names. In the Bible, we have Abraham, Abimelech, Jacob, Joseph, the butler and the baker, Pharaoh, Solomon, Edo the seer, Isaiah, Ezekiel, Nebuchadnezzar, Daniel, Joseph of Nazareth, Zacharias, Pilate's wife, Ananias, Peter, Paul, John the Apostle, Cornelius, and others as well. That's the list I came up with in the Bible. And if you notice with this list that there are not only those that follow God that receive these things, but also, I would say non-believers, uh, and God had worked with them as well on various occasions for the, the benefit of his people. When it comes to the Book of Mormon, I have a short list. Just uh, a few names, Lehi, Omer, and Amulek, and there are some others as well that I did not include on the list. Uh, but, but as a whole, many people in the Bible had received manifestations of some sort, and many people in the Book of Mormon. The Book of Mormon really emphasizes the importance of spiritual gifts and how they would not be done away in a church that has the proper faith in God and does not have an attitude of unbelief, and that these things will continue, including miracles. And the Book of Mormon really points that out in a very plain and precious way. And additional blessings that we can receive through these things are, are spiritual truths that, that we can reveal. Uh, like I said before, these things can let us know where we need to make improvements in our lives. I've, been, I've had some dreams in the past where the Lord has told me where I need to make improvement in my life. And I was thankful for that because it's helped me in various situations and uh, there's one dream perhaps I'll share later where the Lord gave me some direction. I didn't quite understand it, but just in the last uh, couple months that was somewhat fulfilled in some of the experiences I had. And I'm so thankful for that, that the Lord has, has helped me to grow in that way. And I know he has done the same thing with you, and he has given you many of you direction of things even to come in the future and how we need to be prepared spiritually and what we can work on in our life and and um, how the Lord has talked to many of you and told you you need to do this or you need to do that maybe you need to um, 
do something for the benefit of the church and, and he's helped you receive that direction and you've acted upon it. But again, if we don't use proper discernment, if these things are not of God, it will definitely lead to problems. And so I was, I was trying to think about what tests we should use for, for knowing if these things are from God or not. And perhaps I am missing some things in this list I came up with, but this is just what I came up with based on what I think Scripture tells us. And the first thing I have here is, do we feel the Holy Spirit when we read or are told about these things? And I remember one specific occasion just this year, and, and well, it was this year, or maybe it was last year, but it was it was pretty recent. And someone shared a, a dream that they had with me and another brother, and I had read through that. And as I read through that, uh, I felt the spirit, and it was strong, and therefore that testified to me that it was of God. And that was one of the questions that this person had asked. They wanted some feedback as to if they, if 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 we thought that this was from God, and and it's really uh, this this is a question that. If, if anybody in the church were to receive this, that uh, we would be able to discern that through the Spirit, hopefully. And that's another thing, too. We need to have our lives right with God. We need to be walking with God, keeping His commandments, having that active relationship with Him. And when we're right with the Lord, right with our Father, then that's when we can properly discern these things. If, if, we, if we are not right in our walk, we have just a bad attitude about life, and we aren't active in our faith, and that's where we can slip up even more because we may not have that, that proper discernment. I think, too, we need to be patient for an answer. There's been times in my life where I've run before the Lord and I've not waited on Him for direction and I've, I've interpreted things a certain way and <clears throat> that's led to problems. And so we need to be patient. We need to rely on our brothers and sisters that are perhaps praying for the same answers that we are with regards to something or an event or something that's happened. And again, we're all in this together and we need to rely on each other and we need to humble ourselves and know that maybe an answer to our prayer or maybe the answer to discernment will come through somebody else in the church. And that goes along with uh, witnesses. Are there other witnesses that may testify that to the validity of a dream or a vision or even a calling? We rely on the witnesses of others within the church and their testimonies. And are we humble enough to accept what the Lord might be telling us, even if maybe it disagrees with our opinion? And maybe our opinion is not in line with Scripture and with the ways of God. So we always need to be humble before Him. And we need to, when we consider these things, we need to, most of all, consider are they in agreement with Scripture or Bible and a Book of Mormon. That, that is truly one of the tests that we need to apply here. If it does not agree with what is in our Scripture, then, then we need to disregard those things if it's a contradiction in what we read. So 
I'm going to go into some scriptures now and continue in this part one. I have a handful of scriptures I'm going to read through here with regards to dreams and visions in the last days. I know you're familiar with some of these as well as problems or examples where in the church people or false prophets receive dreams and visions and they were not of God and and our Lord provided a response to that and said, said these things are not from me you need to disregard them but I'm gonna start out with uh, some of the positive aspects of man these manifestations and the first one that we read often Joel chapter 2 27 to 29 says, And ye shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I am the Lord your God, and none else. And my people shall never be ashamed. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see visions. And upon the servants and upon the handmaids in those days I will pour out my Spirit. And one thing that, one, one takeaway that, that, I come away with when I read this is it talks about different people within his his church or his children it talks about the sons it talks about daughters prophesying it talks about old men dreaming dreams it talks about young men seeing visions and handmaids having the spirit poured out upon them so these things are uh, manifest uh, manifested through different people both young and old both male and female and we're thankful for that that God uses all in his church he uses the entire body again if, if, if we are, are walking with the Lord we will receive more of these things and we will be blessed further for right with him and then in the book of Acts we find Acts chapter 2 this is Peter speaking where he actually quotes this passage from Joel it says, But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel, and it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And all my servants and all my handmaidens I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And the King James translation, if we go back to Joel chapter 2, verse 28, it says, And it shall come to pass afterward. And then here in Acts 2, chapter 17, that's translated in the King James as, a, And it shall come to pass in the last days. So uh, it's, it's written a little differently than Joel, or given a little bit differently in Joel from the Lord than what we read here in the book of Acts chapter 2 when Peter spoke this. Uh, but, but it refers to the last days. This is a reference to the last days. We know um, here in the book of Acts they received the Holy Spirit and that's what this is in the context of, but it refers to these other things in the context of the church in general. This church that had come through the New Covenant of these visions and dreams and prophecy and then here's a passage from the Book of Mormon Jacob chapter 1 verse 4 to 6 it says and if they if there were preaching which was sacred or revelation which was great or prophesying that I should engrave in the heads of them upon these plates and touch upon them as much as it were possible for Christ's sake 
and for the sake of our people. For because of faith and great anxiety, it truly had been manifest unto us concerning our people what things should happen unto them. And we also had many revelations in the spirit of much prophecy. Wherefore, we knew of Christ and his kingdom which should come. So they had great faith in God. Uh, there were times when the Nephites and even the Lamanites were right before the Lord. And so they had these gifts, these manifestations, these spiritual gifts. And it says here that they even would record these things on the plates. And so these things were recorded down, written down, just like we ourselves record and take record and note of things that we receive in our church. They also happened back then throughout time for those that were right with the Lord. And so we take note of these things and we learn from them. They can be a blessing to, to us both now and in the future. And maybe even 40, 50 years from now that somebody will read some of these experiences that we have had now in our time and will be blessed in the future. So it's good to keep a record of these things. Jacob 3.11, And no man knoweth of his ways, save it be revealed unto him. Wherefore, brethren, despise not the revelations of God. So we have to be careful that we don't become like the world, and we are willing to receive these things, test them and receive them, and be blessed by them. And we don't want to fall away to the point where we no longer have spiritual gifts and manifestations. I have some additional verses here with regards to the positive aspects of these things before I get into the aspects of deception. Omni 144, it says, And believe in prophesying and in revelations, and in the ministering of angels, and in the gift of speaking with tongues, and in the gift of interpreting languages, and in all things which are good. So the ministering of, revelation, of angels, receiving of revelations and prophecy, speaking in tongues, interpreting these tongues. These are things that we believe in in our day. And even uh, the Bible itself says the same thing, that we are not to despise these things. It talks about the orderly way in which, in which we are supposed to receive revelations or speaking in tongues with interpreters. But it never says that these things would be done away unless it's through unbelief within the church. So we, we pray and hope that we do not fall into that trap. Alma 12.5 says, But this is not all. They had given themselves to much prayer and fasting, therefore they had the spirit of prophecy and the spirit of revelation. And when they taught, they taught with power and authority, even as with the power and authority of God. And I think we recognize that. We've heard sermons before. We've been heard people give up and share a testimony. We've heard a manifestation. And the Spirit testifies to us on a lot of these occasions that it is of God when people are directed of the Holy Spirit, when we or they are inspired. And that is our hope that these things indeed do come from God and not from our own heart, but from the heart of God when we get up and share these things or when a minister may be up preaching that they re rely on that inspiration and I think we feel it in our heart we feel it in our bosom 
when somebody is under the inspiration of God and God gives them the scriptures to share with us and that's such a great thing and we realize that these things are coming to us through the power and authority of God. Helaman 2.58 says, And because of their iniquity the church had begun to dwindle, and they began to disbelieve in the spirit of prophecy and in the spirit of revelation, and the judgments of God did stare them in the face. So because of their lack of faith, God was not pleased with them. And then 3 Nephi 13.59, Yea, woe unto them that shall deny the revelations of the Lord, and that shall say, The Lord no longer worketh by revelation, or by prophecy, or by gifts, or by tongues, or by healings, or by the power of the Holy Ghost. And I know you're familiar with these passages, but these are some of the plain and precious things, the things that are stated to us under inspiration in the Book of Mormon. Things that, that we don't have maybe direct answers to in some cases in our Bible, but these things are revealed to us in the Book of Mormon. And again, the Book of Mormon puts an emphasis on spiritual gifts. Now I want to get into some of the passages in Scripture that talk about deception. And I think all the verses I have here are actually from the Bible in this case. I, I know there are some in the Book of Mormon, I believe, as well. But I have a list here, and there are some strong warnings in the book of Jeremiah about how we can be deceived through these things as well. Jeremiah 14, 13 through 14 says, Then said I, Ah, Lord God, behold, the prophets say unto them, Ye shall not see the sword, neither shall ye have famine. But I will give you assured peace in this place. Then the Lord said unto me, The prophets prophesy lies in my name. I sent them not. Neither have I commanded them, neither speak unto them. They prophesy unto you a false vision and divination, and a thing of naught, and the deceit of the heart. So it refers to false prophecy, false visions, things that the Lord did not send, that he did not give to these people. If we jump forward in Jeremiah, Jeremiah 23, 23-32, says, Am I a God at hand, saith the Lord, and not a God afar off? Can any hide himself in secret places that I shall not see him, saith the Lord? Do not I fill heaven and earth, saith the Lord? I have heard what the prophet said, the prophecy that prophesied lies in my name, saying, I have dreamed, I have dreamed. How long shall this be in the heart of the prophets that prophesy lies? Yea, they are prophets of the deceit of their own heart, which think to cause my people to forget my name by their dreams, which they tell every man to his neighbor, as their fathers have forgotten my name for Baal. The prophet that hath a dream, let him tell a dream, and he that hath my word, let him speak my word faithfully. What is the chaff to the wheat, saith the Lord? Is not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh a rock in pieces? Therefore, behold, I am against the prophets, saith the Lord, that steal my words every one from his neighbor. Behold, I am against the prophets, saith the Lord, that use their tongues and say, He saith. 
Behold, I am against them that prophesy false dreams, saith the Lord, and do tell them, and cause my people to err by their, their lies and by their lightness. Yet I sent them not, nor commanded them. Therefore they shall not profit this people at all, saith the Lord. And that's the end of that passage. So these things can do great harm to his people when they are not from the Lord. And again, we have to use that discernment that we talked about earlier. Jeremiah 29, 7-9 And seek the peace of the city, whither I have caused you to be carried away captives, and pray unto the Lord for it, for in the peace thereof shall ye have peace. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Let not your prophets and your diviners that be in the midst of you deceive you, Neither hearken to your dreams, which ye have caused to be dream. For they prophesy falsely unto you in my name. I have not sent them, saith the Lord. So I just read three passages from Jeremiah, three passages that are really plain about this and the possibility of, of, of these things being an error and a strong warning that is given. And I have one more passage. It's from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 13, verse 1 through 5. If there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams, and giveth thee a sign or a wonder, and the sign or the wonder come to pass, whereof he spake unto thee, saying, Let us go after other gods which thou hast not known, and let us serve them. Thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet, or that dreamer of dreams. For the Lord your God proveth you to know whether ye love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. So this is a test for us when we are given things that may lead us down the wrong paths, to, to worship other things, to believe in things that are not true. You shall walk after the Lord your God, and fear him, and keep his commandments, and obey his voice, and you shall serve him and cleave unto him. So this shall be this should be our attitude when we receive these things and we use discernment, that we need to fear our God, and we don't want to misstep, and we need to work that out. And I'll continue here, verse 5. And that prophet or that dreamer of dreams shall be put to death, because he has spoken to turn you away from the Lord your God, which brought you out of the land of Egypt, and redeemed you out of the house of bondage, to thrust thee out of the way which the Lord thy God commanded thee to walk in. So shalt thou put the evil away from the midst of thee. And that's what happens. We face a spiritual death when we are distracted by these things, when we go down the wrong path. It was a literal death oftentimes in the Old Testament, but even more so and in our day, it's a spiritual death when we follow these things that are not of the Lord. So discernment can be the hardest part about these things. And we need to pray. We need to pray over the power of Satan. And he truly is working very hard to deceive us and without God's help we are not up to the task we need to rely on God and the armor that it talks about in Ephesians chapter 6 we need to use that so again proper discernment and these warnings we have in Scripture they are indeed there so we need to be careful but to end on a positive note 
we do have gifts in our church. We do have manifestations, dreams, visions, revelations. And these things are a great blessing to us. And again, we should be thankful because God is working with us in our day. He is a God that exists and still works and blesses his children. And we can be blessed further if our, if our hearts and our minds are right with the Lord. We are focused on him every day, every hour of the day. We will feel, feel his spirit. We will feel his spirit when we are doing work for him even in direction of worldly things that God our Lord helps us out with these things our te these temporal things and testifies to us um, with regards to decisions that we should even even make or wonder what we should do God helps us with those things and we are thankful for that as well so that is the end of part one of Dreams, Visions, and Revelations. I hope that was helpful. It was helpful for me to, to go through this again myself and even consider these passages we read about deception. And that's not something that I have um, always uh, focused on in the past or, or really um, had a strong understanding of how many how many verses or passages in Scripture talk about deception like the ones I quoted here. But again, a lot of Scriptures as well that talk about the blessings and how these things will not be done away. So let's be thankful for these things. Let's work together. Let's get our spiritual lives in order. And we can all help each other out and we can be fur uh, further blessed in the future because of these manifestations. So I thank you for your time and part one of this podcast. Thank you.